Did you uh, did you lose your hearing there for a second? Where's your volume through the roof? No, I only could hear out of my left headset ear. Oh my goodness! And not and, the right, so and I, had mine, to I had to wiggle it. it, and it was you had to what? Wiggle it. All right, eight oh four, please. There's a oh song. My. I could start singing no, right away. Right away. Oh my gosh! Good morning. You've got more than money. Oh, there's so much going on. Too many moving parts. <laughs> Mm, uh, welcome to. Oh, yeah, we can. Pff, it's only an hour and 53 minutes. <laughs> and then it's only, what, what are we, 11 to 2 today? Mm-hmm. We'll talk more about that in a second. Mm-hmm. So, welcome to More Than Money. You've got Gene Dickinson. You have your host, Alyssa Young, in the studio. It must be Saturday because it's gray and drizzly and That's raining. That's right. Every Saturday. That's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Yep. Uh, is it expected to clear? Nope. <laughs> so our hopefully for our event today, we're inside. Yes, we had the option. I said, we'll keep it flexible. If it's nice, we'll be outside for some of the activities. If it's not, we'll be inside for everything. Looks like we'll be inside for everything. Well, but we have it planned and it, there's space for it. So it's all good. Everything's planned. Everybody stay calm. Just take a deep breath. <sighs> yeah, there you go. Welcome to More Than Money. We're going to be doing our yoga breathing exercises here this morning as we welcome Mr. Sunshine. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we're not doing any of that Yoga's stuff. Monday. Yoga, yoga, yoga is Monday. Yoga is Monday. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. Saturday is More Than Money. And uh, if you're a loyal listener, you know that often, uh, yeah, it starts kind of like this. But it always ends the same way. Uh, helping you always ends the same way, mm-hmm. trying to be as much of service to you as we possibly can. Uh, and we do that a number of different ways. We'll give you three different ways that you can access our show this morning, have your questions asked and answered. And we are absolutely happy to be of service to you this morning. Easiest way, most traditional way, most uh, old schoolish way is to simply give us a call 610 720 7900. Talk to uh, Mr. Sunshine himself, Mr. John Elliott. Then you'll talk to your host, Alyssa Young. Mm -hmm. And if she needs the assistance of an old guy, she'll say, hey, Gene, what do you think about that? Mm -hmm. That's what I do. That's what she does. Mm 610-720-7900. If you wish to email us directly, Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A, at askmtm.com, A-L-Y-S-S-A, at askmtm.com, or you can send that to me, Gene, G-E-N-E, at askmtm.com. And if you are further afield or if you'd like to share the show with someone who is further afield that you care about, coast to coast and border to border, north to south, uh, we have lots of listeners in dozens of states and happy to serve them as well. All you need to do is use the Miracle Modern Technology. That's iHeartMedia. You go to uh, our website, morethanmoneyonline.com. Every Saturday morning, the red button, Listen Live button, magically appears. And uh, you can hit that. You've got the show piped directly to you. Uh, Maybe you're not further afield. Maybe you're just at work and you're on your workstation and maybe you want to pipe that through your headset while you're droning on and on with that crap that your boss gave you. you figure, I got to make some plans here. <laughs> that that works too. 
That like, works. How too. am I going to get out of here? Right. I better listen to more than money. <laughs> figure it out. Get some, Escape get, route. Get some. Get some cash. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. It's a big day for us, not just because we get to spend the next uh, one hour and fifty one minutes with you, but because we have a very special event that your host Alyssa Young will tell you about now. <laughs> That's right. Today is our third Invest in You event. Invest in You is a quarterly series we started at the end of last year for the ladies of the Lehigh Valley. And today we invited our friends to bring kids mm. and we're going to get together with some puppies and kittens. What better mm. way to spend your Saturday? Mm. So from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. we are gathering at the Center for Animal Health and Welfare in Williams Township and we will make dog treats and we will make cat toys and we will read to puppies and play with kittens and we're collecting donations for the shelter and it's just a good way to get together have fun and help a good cause um in december our event helped kids we made those um uh, operation um Christmas, no, they used to be called Operation Christmas Child. Holiday Hope Chests is the correct name now. Um, the shoeboxes full of gifts for kids in the Lehigh Valley. So we, we packed those in December. In February, we had wine and chocolate and made Valentines for residents at Graysdale, the Northampton County Nursing Home. And today we are helping out some um, animals who are hoping to be adopted by their forever families. So uh, we did take RSVPs on our website, and you actually. If you're hearing this now and you're like, you know, I don't have anything better to do between 11 a.m. and 2 p.m., if you want to join us, it's not too late. I think I have got plenty of supplies. So you feel free to go to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com. Hit the link at the top. Um, you'll see it. There's a banner at the top that says uh, Four Paws and Full Hearts. That's what we named this event. And if you click the link up there at the top of the page, you'll get to... Um, Another page that has all the details and an RSVP form. So if you want to plan now to come and you want to fill that out, that would be great. Or just stop by and um, give me your name when you get there. We have a, we'll have a sign-in table with name tags um, so that we can you know know who you who you are and you can know who we are. Um, then we'll be able to mingle about and do the different activities within the animal shelter. And um, we also have like footballs and I think some beach balls for the kids to take home. So, um, oh, and also, if you have cats and dogs at home, um, when you come, we're going to make the toys and treats primarily for the animals at the shelter who need some extra love. But you'll be able to bring some home for your pets, too, if you want. So if you help me make a batch of peanut butter dog treats and you want to bring home one or two for your dog at home, you're going to be welcome, too. I bought some paper bags that you can use to take that stuff home. And we're going to we have a variety of cat toy um craft projects to make using toilet paper rolls <laughs> and some other supplies. So um, it should be fun. You don't have to stay for long. If you just have a half an hour, you know, just come by. We would love to see you. And um, you can bring home a, a toy or a treat for your own animals as well. So if you have any questions about that um, between now and then, um, email me. Um, I'll make sure to get back to you. And I hope to see you there. Center for Animal Health and Welfare. Can you tell folks where it is? Um, it's on Island Park Road in Williams Township, so not far off of 25th Street, coming uh, like south of Easton. Um, again, web the address, exact address is on our website. Very good. Yeah. An extra special treat for this event? 
extra mm. special treat, unlike any other Invest in You <laughs> event to date. Gene's going to be there. Uh, there's puppies <laughs> and kittens. He was able to resist the food on in the December event. Very re- hard. That really, was very hard. Yes, he oh wanted to God. come because we had dinner provided by the Daily Grind, one of his favorite places. Then in February, he was able to... Re- <sighs> actually, he didn't have to resist the chocolate and wine because we got him a set of his own no, to I, enjoy I, at I home. home. But this time... He can't stay away from the puppies and kittens. You, um, most <laughs> of you who have attended the Invest in You, I know most of you. You're wonderful people. Don't take this wrong, but I could resist you. I can't resist <laughs> puppies and kittens. And we got a flavor of a hint of a foreshadowing of today in our office yesterday because we were visited. <laughs> By Murphy. Murphy. The <laughs> my sweet puppy. Puppy. Oh, he is so sweet. Oh, my goodness. I had to uh, let Murphy out at lunchtime yesterday. It's a chore my husband's taken the brunt of since we got him. And uh, I went home for him, and I didn't get home as early as I hoped to. And I let him out to go to the bathroom, and I let him scarf down his lunch. And I thought, he's only been out of his crate for 10 minutes. I felt bad putting him back to go back to work right away. So I brought him. <laughs> Brought him to the office with me. And uh, it's annoying. <laughs> no one there, um, you know, we try to uh, conduct ourselves in a very professional <laughs> way. And uh, no one likes animals in our office. No. Um, did I say no one or did I say everyone? Because it should have been everyone. everyone. <laughs> oh, we had so much fun. And he is so sweet. He's so snuggly and cuddly. He's also a puppy. So he's bad. But he didn't go wee in the office. Nope. He didn't go poo in the office. He did <laughs> nope. a good job. And and then he snuggled down right behind you and your it was fantastic. Yeah, he took a nap next to me while I was working at my desk. But he's funny, he kept exploring. He really wasn't bad, but I just wanted to keep an eye on him in case he found something to eat or chew that he wasn't uh-huh. supposed to. But he's very stealth. He would be like he'd just disappear and he'd be like in a conference room. <laughs> like, where did the dog go? Um, he was exploring. He wasn't shy at all. He gets that from me. <laughs> I'm very stealth. <laughs> Scares the crap out of my wife. I Ninja just show up and she, and she jumps out of her skin. Make some noise when you're coming into a room. It doesn't matter. You need to put a um, like a bell, a bell on your That's, collar, yeah, too. Uh, yeah, Murphy doesn't yeah, have a bell. You yeah, both need I'll bells. tell you what you can do with that bell. <laughs> oh, geez. So uh, two other things about investing you today. Um, one of the ideas that my wife suggested, and it ends up being a very good idea, we recently changed uh, the cat food that we're using for our babies at home or for our babies. And we had two very, well, 22, but we figured out 10 kilogram bags of excellent Iams cat food. So if you have additional cat or dog food in your house that you're going, geez, we don't use it anymore or that we change brands or whatever, bring that along. And don't hesitate to bring your checkbook. Don't hesitate to bring contributions because as you well know, um, through uh, Bobby Gunther Walsh and through uh, the Radiothon, uh, there are lots and lots and lots of opportunities to help. Um, and and the shelter helps so very many animals. Uh, and sadly, it's not free. So uh, come and enjoy the event. Come and meet uh, Alyssa and Megan. Those are the your hosts for Invest in You. And uh, yes, Jean's tagging along. I don't know if that's going to help or hurt attendance. That's <laughs> kind of a... 
Um, for those of you who have never met me, come on over. That'd be great. I, I would, I'll shake hands until my hand falls off. That'll be great, <laughs> especially if you press some cash in there for the puppies and the Unless kittens. Unless he's busy playing with puppies and kittens. Puppies and kittens. <laughs> I'll still shake hands, okay. even though there might be some puppy snot on it or, you know. Slobber. Slobber. Yeah. yeah, that happens. Yeah, I brought hand wipes. Use <laughs> <laughs> those yesterday. I have uh, I have a pair of slacks that uh, will be going to the dry cleaners today. They got murfied. They got murfed. Smurfed. Smurfed. Very good. Very very good. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. Alyssa at askmtm.com. Gene at askmtm.com. A quick announcement from my standpoint. Very selfish of me. Actually, very selfish of our entire team. Uh, we have a number. We've already played in a number of charity golf tournaments this year. Really enjoyed them. Such nice people across the board. We have a number scheduled in June, but only a number. We could probably use one or two more. So if you have a charity tournament that you're aware of in June, particularly end of June, uh, we'd be interested in that. And July is wide open. So if any of you are connected with an organization you think that fits our value system, and that we can support and end up playing some golf, uh, let us know. Uh, I know we have a number in September already. I don't. I didn't look at August this morning, but if you'll send those invites along to me, gene at askmtm.com, I will review those. Uh, for all of you, and we've gotten lots of uh, golf invites and lots of invites for other kinds of fundraisers, uh, as you might expect, uh, we, we've got to kind of pick and choose both from a timing standpoint and a support standpoint. And it also uh, is uh, incumbent upon us to make sure that we're supporting organizations that we both uh, know and understand and are familiar with and have done kind of our homework. Um, too many, um, sadly, too many situations occur these days where uh, well-meaning people are recommending things that they they themselves don't completely um, haven't completely done their homework on. So uh, even though they are well-meaning, we've got to take an extra step. We have some significant responsibility uh, f- to both our uh, clients because, uh, to to be fair, uh, a great deal of our support comes through the revenue that generates from our MTM clients. So uh, we try to be respectful. Most of you who are loyal listeners know the major organizations that we support next up. Is Invest in You committed to laughing at my name? Yeah. So next up, one of the organizations that we've been supporting for years, maybe from just after it was organized, is Laughing at My Nightmare. And do you want to give them kind of a preview of coming attractions? Sure. So Laughing at My Nightmare does lots of stuff, but one of their annual events for several years now, I think, has been a 5K and they did it in July for the last couple of years. Um, the first time I was involved, it was actually a live event at Steel Stacks, and I won a trophy. I was the first female finisher. Um, now, the last couple of years— Not not that she's competitive. Not at not, all. Not um, the last couple of years, because of COVID, they've done this 5K virtually, meaning they give you a week— and you run or walk or ride the 5K and you report your results if you want to. And uh, it's a way to raise money for them, but also fun. They ask you to send in pictures. So we decided that this year's 5K would become an Invest in You event. So last year we did it together as a team and we invited some friends to join us. We had a nice turnout last year, like maybe, I don't know, 15 of us or so. Mm-hmm. We planned out a 5K route in a neighborhood 
just maybe two miles down the road from Not our even. office. Sure. Yeah. Close. And um, we marked the route and, um, you know, we, we had fun with it. It was a very, very hot day. It was 130% humidity. Um, yeah, I don't remember that part. Yeah, you do. Because I passed out. <laughs> I, was, um, I was comatose the last mile and a half. <laughs> um, so we thought this year we could turn that into an Invest in You event where we'll do it very similarly. We'll map out the 5K and invite women to come and join us. It doesn't really only have to be women. You can bring you can bring men too, I suppose. You better because, heck, I'm going to well, be there Gene and a bunch of Chad's there. Yeah. What's that flighty guy's name? Flighty guy? <laughs> yeah, the guy that we, we meet at his house before. Jesse. Oh, Jesse. Yeah, flighty guy. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. So <laughs> you can walk or run or ride your bike. And, um, you know, if we have a nice group, it'll, you could walk together and talk and chat. and um, Yeah, it's officially called the walk, Run, Walk, Roll event. Right. Because many of the participants... Um, Shane and and lots of folks are uh, wheelchair. Yep. Uh, and uh, other vehicles. Strollers. Strollers. Sure. <laughs> wow. So uh, absolutely, yep. it is not unlike Miss Competitive over here. It is not intended to be how fast can you go, although she will. And I'll run I'm, real fast, and then I'll be there to greet y'all at the finish line. She came in second in the world last year. She was second fastest. In 600 runners in, I think, seven countries. So uh, very, very impressive yawn. Okay. So, uh, and a couple changes this year. Uh, number one, yes, we're inviting anybody that wants to join us. It's going to be a hoot. We're going to have fun um, from for any level, run, walk, roll, no question about it. Um, we'll, we'll watch Alyssa disappear into the, in, into the horizon very quickly and then forget she's out there and just enjoy herself. Maybe I'll just stay with all of you. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Please. Sarah's going to be there. She's your nemesis. So I think <laughs> we'll the two, racing the two the of you to the death. I, I, that's probably not the right way to go. Anyway, a um, couple of changes on my part. Last year I showed up as a uh, immoral supporter and... <laughs> Got kind of sucked into the whole thing. Yes, 130 degrees, 130% humidity. It was about 97 degrees. I was dressed head to toe in black. Yeah, you're going to plan better for that. Uh, this year. Uh, two things. Yes, it's going to be shorts, running sneakers, and 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 light t-shirt. Yes. That kind of and hydration. Yes. Holy crap. Yeah, we'll do a water station. And as of this morning. Mm. I'll be toting around 20 pounds less than I How did about last that? July. And maybe by the time of the race, it'll be 22, 23. And you've also logged many more miles. Crossed 70. Crossed, which I, let's not even get started because then Miss Competitive will oh, tell stop. I'm not competing you. with you. So far this year, she has run 4,000 miles. No, I have not. 4,000. 712. That's all? Yeah. <laughs> um, 712 Gene really has lost 20 pounds and Mark has lost like 24, 25 yeah, his, yeah. his goal was uh, he had a BMI goal yeah. uh, not excuse me, not a BMI goal a body fat percentage yes. goal and he, our contest he yeah. started in January ends on Friday, this coming Friday he met his goal already 
um, this week he showed me. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, so they've been health, healthier living here. They've been Their diet has been modified. Their exercise has been ramped up, and we're all healthier for it. So some yeah. friendly competition uh, is good uh, like that. Yeah, yeah. And, and who do you think is, uh, is the arbiter of whether things are right or wrong? No, well, that'd be Alyssa. She's <laughs> I'm keeping, the coach. She's keeping the records. And, uh, <laughs> we do our um, final weigh-in on Friday. A lot of motivation. I think the electric cattle prod's a little over the top, but, I mean, it's been effective. <laughs> Let's be honest, Mark and I. I'm just doing it for your own good. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That welt should go away anytime soon. It's just uh, it's very, very effective. I think yeah. half of my weight losses is the electric burns. <laughs> well, hey, once they flake. Your, your body burns a lot of calories yeah. when it tenses up like and that. Once it scars up and it peels off, then you're losing a little weight. Come on. <laughs> Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. It's your own fault if you would call. This whole silliness mm-hmm. would stop. If you want us to shut up and talk about things that <laughs> about, are more relevant, about call important stuff. or email us. <laughs> uh, but invest in you today at Center for Animal Health and Welfare Island Park Road in Easton, and hopefully you'll join us over there between eleven and two. Uh, Alyssa and Megan have been hosting these events. They have been wonderful events, and I. I am not hesitant to say at all that they've been wonderful because of the people who attend. Um, I've seen pictures. I know uh, all or 90% of the folks who have been attending. Um, these are some wonderful people. So if you want to hang with some puppies and kittens and be with some wonderful people, today's a great opportunity. Do you have the date of the Laughing at My Nightmare run yet? Um, I, there I know is, it's July. Yep. it's a. There's a particular week. I can tell you in one second. Um, well, while Alyssa's looking that up, uh, July, There's we're, we're coming up. So you've got, uh, what, six or eight weeks at least to get yourself uh, kind of. Here it is. Go ahead. So it's the week of July 11th to 17th. So we will pick a date and time during that week when we will do our group. Likely event. midweek, likely late in the day, four or five. Yes. Kind of yes. And if it's going to be an invest in you, we also have to add some some good stuff like food and drink and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So yeah, we'll have refreshments and does yingling count as a refreshment? I'm just checking. Yes. I just, uh, for races, beer is beer is very important. Encouraged. You've got to have carbo. It's a, a yeah, carbo loaded. It is. It's a good, um, a recovery drink. Beer is. Ah, recovery drink. Yes. <laughs> well, I think there's going to be a lot of recovering after our invest in you laughing at my nightmare event. It's going to be uh, great fun. And uh, if uh, you join us, and of course, if you sign up soon enough, I forget when the cutoff is for them to get shirts. Oh, yeah, that's coming up. Um, And we're actually working on trying to see if we can get like a bulk order of shirts for our participants. Our our team shirts. Yeah. Well, so if you wanted to sign up directly, it's uh, actually June 9th to get like a whole gift box. But since we haven't been promoting it yet, and we're, well, we'll start promoting Tuesday. We can, but we're also working with Laughing at My Nightmare to say, hey, we're probably going to get more people oh, signed up good. after that very date. Yeah. So, what can we do to p- prepare ahead for that? Very good. So, yeah, we'll, we're on top of that, trying to get everybody a T-shirt or something. Outstanding. Yeah. Outstanding. Um, uh, Twenty-seven minutes in, and we've got you up to date on events. We've got you up to date on puppies and kittens. We've got you up to date on golf. We've um, barely talked about money, but that's okay. It's more than money. 
in the next segment, we're going to talk about the results in the stock market this week. I think Alyssa's very anxious to talk about those. I worked really hard at that. Um, we have a, a gentleman who is uh, politely interested in my opinion about uh, in the inflation rates and energy prices. And he has a slightly different opinion than he thinks mine might be. But he's so polite. Is he? He's so polite. So we'll read the email and then I'll correct. Uh, I'll respond to him uh, afterwards. We have a snack of uh, emails, of course. I thought you said snack. We have a snack of emails, of course. <laughs> I uh, wish you had a snack for me. <laughs> we're going to have some. Uh, oh, we have uh, snacks. What is uh, oh. not Orange Delight? What is a uh, Sunny Delight? We got oh, sunny, sunny Delight, D. Sunny D in uh, juice packs and uh, and snacks galore. And emails too, and uh, and your email. Uh, without a doubt, if you would like to join the Sunny Delight, send your emails to Alyssa A L Y S S A at askmtm.com. Send them to me, Gene at askmtm.com. And if you want to be really, really kind. Give us a call, 610-720-7900, sanguinity. Oh, no. Yes, we want to take advantage of the world's sanguinity. Sounds like a nice word. Look it up. It isn't really. It really isn't. Uh, 610-720-7900. We're also going to talk about how to appeal a medical surcharge. If you got banged by the government because they say you made too much money and your Medicare premiums are up, we're going to help after this on More Than Money. Because if I don't real fast, we're just going to listen to the whole thing. Yes. It's that good. Yes. Welcome back to More Than Money. It's that good for you. If you give us a call, 610-720-7900. 610-720-7900. Uh, you've got uh, Gene Dickerson. You've got your host, um, Alyssa Young. I've got an email. that Whoa, that goes on and on and on. So, um I'm going to do two things. I'm going to share this with Alyssa. This is how to appeal uh, the Medicare premium increase, Irma. Mm -hmm. So she's going to glance over that and then share that with you here momentarily. Uh, I also have a little bit of education on um, retirement for self-employed. I'll handle that here in a moment. And then when uh, we are done with Medicare, we're going to go to... Um, Education, educating our audience on uh, energy policy, inflation, and gas prices. We'll get that squared away. And in the interim, um, 
multitasking like there's furiously. Uh, in the interim, I will check out this gentleman's email and uh, see where that fits in as well. So do you want to talk about <clears throat> Medicare appeals, please? Sure. So we've talked about this before where you have a there's a standard Medicare premium that you pay. Um, but if your income is too high or higher, they charge you more for Medicare. Um, that surcharge can be pretty costly. Um, every month, uh, you're, you'll pay more. Um, that happens if, as a single person, if you file your taxes single, um, if your income is $91,000 or more, and if you're married, filing jointly, if it's $182,000 or more, um, you will pay uh, extra for your Medicare premium. So that's based on your income two years ago determines the premium that you're paying now your, or your Medicare um, premium you're paying now. So if you get charged extra because your income two years ago was above um, that 91000 or 182000 um, you can appeal that charge by filling out a form it's SSA 44. It's an income-related monthly adjustment amount, IRMA. And that form tells Medicare that you had a life-changing event that affected your in- has affected your income so that you shouldn't need to pay that higher rate anymore. Life-changing events. Such as retirement. Okay. So let's say you file for Medicare um, when you're 65, and two years ago when you were 63, you were a high wage earner and they're like okay based on your income two years ago you should pay uh-huh, extra and you're like wait a minute i don't make that much money anymore i'm retired uh, that's a very good example so then you fill out that form and then they say oh okay you don't need to pay that much because your income isn't through the roof do, do you have any other good examples um i have one off the um, top of my head um if you get married or divorced or your spouse dies yeah these are pretty major sure um, if you have a, a kind of a one-off major investment experience, hey, I had this apartment building for 40 years and I sold it and it was a one-off, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that, that's an exception. So um, there are a lot of folks, they get these bills and they go, stupid government, and they just assume that they have to pay them, that they have no choice and there's no um, uh, recourse, but there is. Yes, there is. Um yeah. The the I should have said, um, too, I wanted to specify that not only will your Part B premium go up, but also if you have a Part D drug plan, mm. they also charge you more for that based on your income. My dealer doesn't charge me more if my income goes up. It's for a prescription drugs, oh. legal, legal oh, drugs. Oh, yeah. well, isn't that awkward all of a sudden? <laughs> <clears throat> okay, I have a very... Um, polite and uh, well thought out email, or we can go to the gentleman asking about understanding um, uh, the energy policy. Let's do the um, nice one first. Oh, very good. Very good. <laughs> uh, gentleman, uh, very, very nice, has a two part question, two unrelated parts. Um, sadly, uh, his wife's mom has uh, had some health challenges and they had her mail, uh, mom's mail, forwarded to them. Okay. Okay. Um, has not yet received their income tax refund. 
her okay. her income tax refund. Yeah. And so their concern is number one is is that unusual that they haven't received it yet. I would say probably not. Sadly, no. <laughs> that that one's fairly. I easy. wouldn't know. I don't get refunds. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we do over a thousand tax returns, and um, the the number of stories that we have of folks who have uh, are entitled to refunds and have not yet received them is pretty long. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't sound like when they filed that she requested the refund be direct deposited. That's, okay. that's usually the best way to go. Then the fastest you, way. Fastest and, and uh, most uh, traceable. Uh. Um, because right now the question is, uh, will the post office actually forward mail from the IRS to them, or is it just kind of held in transit? And, and so the answer is that's a shame. We hope and pray that um, mom has a full recovery, and we hope and pray she gets the federal tax refund that she is entitled to, and we hope and pray that in the future that that is set up so on the tax return it's direct deposit to the bank account. You don't want to need to rely on the IRS <laughs> and the post office. <laughs> 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 yes, there's some real issues there, speaking of uh, superstitious. Um <laughs> Uh, this gentleman goes on to write on a totally different topic. Okay. He and his wife are both very young. They're in their late 50s. They have been saving, uh, as he says, diligently for more than 30 years. That's a good sign yeah. right there. Um, accumulated enough wealth that he is transitioning to part-time and his wife is retiring. Congratulations. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. In your late 50s, they're babies. <laughs> Healthy, fantastic, going to be able to do all the kind of stuff that you always think about in retirement without going, I'm tired. <laughs> uh, my hip fell out. I can't go on. Yeah. My hip fell out. My hip fell out. That hardly ever happens. But when it does, it just ruins a day. Yeah, I thought really you were going to say, that happened to me once. <laughs> no, 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 that wasn't my hip. Anyway, um, so... Uh, planning on taking uh, Social Security at 70. They have enough cash to last 10 years. Okay. There's some conservative folks. We like those. Uh, the rest is in investments. They're currently not well diversified, he says. Um, we favor stocks and funds that invest in dividend-paying stocks, have less volatility over the years. We have sacrificed some growth for value and stability. That philosophy matches our personalities. So so far, it's like like... Preach into the choir. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Question. Do you have a recommendation or an asset allocation moving forward? We don't mind taking some risks since we hopefully have many more decades to live, but we are generally more conservative investors. Thanks very much. Love the show. Well, thank you. We love the questions. Fantastic. Um, okay. First of all, we start with the um, ever-present, it depends. And you've said the stage, I think, rather nicely. They're conservative. They're consistent. They are, um, I, and I mean this in, in the most admirable sense of the word, they are plotters. <laughs> they are not the, they are the tortoise. They are not the hare. They want to make progress and consistent. They don't like surprises. Mm-hmm. And all, I'm, I'm with you 100%. The fact that you've got enough savings for your emergency fund for 10 years is really impressive in our world, especially with today's um, goings on, which is a technical term for the crap that we're all faced with. Um, 
That is what we refer to as a shock absorber. And if you have enough savings that it'll last you about six weeks, yeah, you're, you're, you're riding right on the springs and every jar, every pothole is going to jar you right up through your head. If you've got 10 years worth of savings, um, cash or emergency fund, uh, shock absorber, you're going to hit potholes and not even know they were there because you've purchased yourself so much um, flex. So you've built in so much um, ability to um, be patient and and be resolved. If you uh, look at the worst uh, recession that most of us have ever seen, we've read about, heard about, been told about the Great Recession. But in 2008, actually 2007, the stock market started to go down with the economy going down, and it did not stop for 17 months. Ugh. And then miraculously in 2009, March 11th on my birthday, the market bottomed out, turned up, and did not look back. And for the markets, for the averages, they were back to even in about the same time frame. So you're looking at starting at one level, bottoming out, returning to that level about three years. That was really yuck. Mm -hmm. Now, most investors, many investors, certainly our investors did better than that because they were not all in the stock market. They didn't go down 54%. They might have gone down 24% which what's the right technical term for only 24% when the market goes down 54. Oh yeah. It sucks. It's there was no joy in Mudville. There's no happiness in, Hey, I could have been down way worse. No, I'm it's a lot. Three years, you've got shock absorption built in for 10 years. Now, some of the things that I would consider for you uh, is number one, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. He's got high dividend stocks, typically high, not high dividend, solid, consistent dividend paying stocks are typically represented by what kinds of companies? Um, large companies, uh, consumer staples, like the companies we rely on for our everyday needs that they're steady and they've always been there and feel like they'll always low, be there. Low debt, low low. Uh, um, Risk in, in terms of higher interest rates, which we're feeling right now. High profits, which is a, what allows them to pay dividends. Mm -hmm. All the kinds of things that you would go, huh, company like that. I'll pick on J&J &J for a second. They make Band-Aids and all kinds of other stuff. You guys know Johnson & Johnson. Are they going to go away during a recession? No. Are people going to not ever get paper cuts? No. No, of course. Are you going to use Band-Aid? I have a Band-Aid on my finger See? Right now. I, see <laughs> so when, when Alyssa talks about consumer, it's what we consume. It's what on a day-by-day -day basis. If you're looking at Wegmans, are people going to stop buying food? No, that's not going to happen. No, that's not going to happen. Uh, uh, interesting. Uh, uh, here's a test. Are people going to stop buying gasoline? Well. Yeah. They might not buy as much gasoline. Oh, there's no question about it. It was announced yesterday that uh, the demand at the pump is off by 14%. It's the biggest drop in gasoline demand since the first month of the pandemic. Wow. So people are going, you're going to raise the prices? Screw you. We're not going to buy as much. Wow. That's kind of fascinating. Now, for this gentleman, there is an inter and his wife, the, there are some interesting, what he may find to be newer, um, maybe a, a bit more cutting edge 
uh, investment options that they might very well consider. There are what are referred to as buffered ETFs, buffered exchange traded funds. And buffered exchange traded funds allow you to invest in a stock market index, typically the S&P 500, but there are others. And they use options to protect should the market go down. Mm -hmm. So uh, there are many different flavors, but I'll give you one example. If you invest in a particular um, buffered ETF of this type, you would invest in the S&P 500. If the S&P 500 index goes up over the course of 12 months, you will get all of the gain in the S&P 500 currently up to about 14% on the new, or is it 15? The June ones are up to 21%. Well, 21 on the, on on the, the minus fifth, 9. On, on the 15. Uh, the caps are the highest in two years. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll pull it yeah, up. Yeah, pull it up. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. So bottom line is I'll pick a number and say it's 15. So if the market goes up up to 15%, you get all of it. If the market goes down minus up to minus 15, you don't get any of that. You don't lose anything. Oh, it's 15 and 15. Yeah, I knew that. But that's higher than it's I, ever been. It's because yeah. I remember reading that. I got a yeah, pornographic yeah. memory. Oh my I, God, can re- I see uh, that. 848. I, I just, and, <laughs> You're right. But I'm sorry. on the minus 9, it's plus 21. It is. 21.6. It's awesome. So if you said, hey, over the next year, I think the market's not going to go down again. I think it's going to stay either stable mm-hmm. or go up. Well, if your uh, uh, instinct is, hey, I'd like, well, I'd like 21%. And I wouldn't mind... Uh, taking my um, protection from minus 15 to minus 9, I don't think if it goes down, it's going to go down another 9%. Then you could get make as much as 21%, yeah. 12 months, 100% liquid, pretty fascinating stuff. Wow. Now, there are lots of other variations on that theme. Fixed index annuities have been around a long time. Uh, they guarantee that you won't go down at all. That's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. But they also limit your upside significantly. Mm-hmm. Currently, if you were really, really lucky, you might get an upside um, limit of 7%. That's still not shabby. Oh, I didn't know. Especially depending on where the money currently is. Mm-hmm. If your money currently is in the market losing money, mm-hmm. then you can't lose anything. You might make plus 7 well, that sounds kind of interesting. Yeah. All goes back to it depends. Yeah. Depends on you. It depends on your circumstance. Depends on your money. There are also a variable annuities that are referred to as buffered as well, sometimes called RILAs, mm-hmm. registered index-linked annuities. And they t- typically are longer-term commitments, five, six, seven years. And they are connected, again, to indexes. But they give you a protection. If the market goes down, you get nothing. Uh, I'm sorry, you lose nothing. And if the market goes up, in some cases, you get 100% of the gain. So lots of interesting, mm, um, what, wrinkles, variations. Uh, We are doing our due diligence. We started doing our due diligence on an entire uh, realm of investments called structured notes. Mm -hmm. And these are fascinating ideas. Um, one of our associates in, in our group, Coleman Benko, was very kind uh, and started us down the road and introduced us to a number of major companies that are um, willing to assist us. And in one particular case, if you're willing to absorb almost no risk, you're, you're guaranteed 4.5%. Yeah. And if you're willing to absorb some risk, 
down to minus minus 40. That's not much risk. But some risk. You could make as much as 8%. Guaranteed. Wow. Kind of interesting. We are not yet rolling that out because we're still doing our homework. We're still doing the investigation to make sure that we understand and are really comfortable. We have but, a meeting on the calendar to dive yeah, deeply get, into get, it. Yeah, uh, so. get, get trained up and make sure that we understand how best to use this. So for this gentleman, uh, the idea is that what you've been doing that got you here has been fantastic. What you do going forward may very well be very different. It may end up being very different, but that's not unusual. Uh, life is often about that. How, what, what you've done to get you where you are is not likely what you need to continue to do to get you to your next level. I needed to lose at least 20 pounds so that when the laughing of my nightmare comes around, I'll be wearing shorts and running shoes in, 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 instead of burlap bags and, and, and carrying around a lot of baggage. <laughs> 610-720-7900, gene at askmtm.com, morethanmoneyonline.com. We have waited long enough. Would you like to read this? Oh, sure. Okay, mm-hmm. buckle up, folks. Gene, <laughs> I have watched many episodes of More Than Money and thoroughly enjoyed them and learned, quote, he means quite, a few things, too. Well, thank you so it much. starts out oh, so, so nice. Oh, so thank sweet. you. What a good guy. <clears throat> However... I was greatly surprised and disappointed in your take on energy prices at the start of episode 34. You put the increase in gas and other fuel prices on the Biden administration? That's way off base. And comparing this administration to the previous one is totally repugnant. I suppose Biden caused energy prices in Europe and China to go up too. Is that what you think? Huh? (laughs) Please get a grip. A person of your intelligence shouldn't be blinded by political preferences. And then he spit on you. <laughs> <laughs> I spit on your email. <laughs> Which uh, what is, do you have to say about that, that, that Mr. Would ex- Dickinson? Explain his uh, increased expense in Windex and cleaning his screen. When you spit on the email, you're just spitting on your own screen. It's a monitor. Dude, it's... It's a monitor. It didn't get wet. It didn't. That's I. Mine didn't. Mine didn't. 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 Okay. So. Well. You're repugnant, and I'll be. <laughs> I'm not. Rep- I'm not. If I'm going to be anything, I'm not going to be repugnant. I'm going to be a Bernese mountain dog. <laughs> oh, that's probably not what he. Dog. That's probably not what he meant. The pug. No, he didn't mean pug. that kind of pug. No. Oh, jeez. No. No. Gosh, I was giving the guy way too much credit. Um, <sighs> I got to work on this because. Now my jeans are too small, too, or too big. Too big. Yeah, I have that problem. These are too. Just, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> okay. Have you ever had jeans that were too small? No. no. Please. Okay. Um, I, I, uh, I will, um, in the interest of full transparency, um, share with our audience, because I love you guys, and I tell you guys the truth all the time, Um. I responded to this gentleman quite politely and uh, with some um, invitation that that he might want to pump his brakes when you're talking to somebody that you start out saying, hey, I kind of, I like what you say and I've been watching a lot and you're a pretty good guy. Uh, Repugnant, get a grip, what are you moron? You know, these these are not the way that either civilized or even reasonable people need to communicate. 
and I expressed to him that we can disagree. He can he can believe that Joe Biden is the second coming. He can believe that. I don't. He can believe that Joe Biden had nothing to do with energy prices. He's wrong. I am correct. But he can believe that. And I have no vested interest in making sure that he believes what I believe. So let's just be friends. Oh, no, he didn't want to leave it there. So um, bottom line is um, I don't need uh, to have any political opinion to be able to decipher the facts in this particular case. Um, and political opinions are largely irrelevant in our work. We have to be agnostic. We are financial advisors. We are employed to give our clients the very best advice, independent of whether it's uh, President Biden, President Trump, President Obama, President Bush. It's, it doesn't matter. But we have to have an accurate assessment of the circumstances, and accurately assessing the circumstances in this case couldn't be more simple. There are two key observations that will make it as crystal clear as a reasonable human being, reasonable human being, uh, needs. Number one, uh, 18 months uh, ago, we had gasoline prices below $2 a gallon for regular. And I, what was the last? You don't put regular in your car, do you? In my Hyundai, I do. Yeah, what was the last you paid? Mm, four. Yeah, I, I sadly use premium, and it was five and a quarter the last time I mm-hmm. filled up. So in very short order, we have a stark contrast between previous administration's energy policy and current administration's energy policies. And the contrast is that we're paying boatloads more money under the current administration. Pretty simple stuff. This is not controversial. The second is mo- much more recent. When Kamala Harris said, we must take advantage of the fact that diesel prices are so high. What? What? <laughs> and use this as the impetus to change all school buses, 500,000 of them across mm-hmm. the country, to electric. And then several days later, Joe Biden's comment was, this is a transition. This is our transition from fossil fuels to EV. This was their intention all along. Steve Forbes, uh, in his uh, blog, noted that Joe Biden has um, kind of screwed the pooch. He has uh, opened up the uh, uh, eyes of lots of lots of folks to let them know this was intentional from day one. Raise prices through the roof so that people go, I guess the only choice we have is electric. As long as you don't pay attention to the fact that PPL just announced two major rate increases, totaling, if I remember correctly, something in excess of 60%. So, yeah, you don't want to pay high prices at the pump. You want to pay high prices at the charging station. (laughs) So, great fun. 610-720-7900. Alyssa at AskMTM.com. MoreThanMoneyOnline.com. We'll take your calls, your emails after this on More Than Money.
Welcome back to uh, not only more than money, but welcome back to Memorial Day weekend. And for those of you, as uh, our family has, who have lost uh, military members in the service of our country and uh, in the protection of our freedoms. Um, and yes, uh, for lots of us, um, even saying those words under today's circumstance with the leadership that we currently have is disturbing. But yes, in protection of our freedoms, um, for all of you, whether it was a brother as I did, um, whether it was a brother as my dad did, he lost his brother in the, uh, on the first day of the D-Day invasion on Normandy Beach. And so many families throughout the valley, throughout Pennsylvania, and well beyond, have had absolutely the same experiences from all of the efforts that uh, America has made over uh, centuries uh, to help protect the uh, freedoms and uh, democracies around the world, not just in America, but around the world. So for all of you who have lost um, loved ones in the service of our country and for all of of you who are enjoying uh, the freedoms that those sacrifices have provided, uh, we hope you remember that. Memorial Day weekend, I get it. Our house, it's a madhouse, family and travel and fun. And there's going to be, there's rumors, there's going to be ping pong Mm -hmm. rumors. Rumors. Zach's welcome. He's welcome. So is Andrew, but that's easy. Um, Yeah, and cookouts and swimming in the pool and all that kind of great stuff. Enjoy it, absolutely. But embrace those folks that you love because there are folks that you would love to embrace, folks that you have not had the chance to embrace now. Well, in my case, it's been 48 years since I saw, I'm, yeah, 48 years since I saw my brother. Wow. So uh, the time will soon come where we will be reunited. But for those of you who have made as a family those kind of sacrifices, our hearts go out to you, our prayers go out to you, and our prayers of gratitude because that's the sacrifice, ultimate sacrifice to provide us with the freedoms uh, to have disagreements about being whether uh, someone has a policy that's correct or not. Hmm. Uh, We have that ability to disagree. By the way, we also have the ability, and I would hope you would embrace this, we have the ability to make things better. We have the ability to choose that we don't accept things that are substandard. This is America, the greatest nation in recorded history of humanity. We have not only the ability, we have the right and we have the responsibility to choose to make things better, to choose to make things more aligned with our American values, to choose uh, to reject things that don't uh, align with our American values. And I would encourage you, I would encourage you, I would urge you, I would pray for you that you would make those choices because people go, how do we change the world? Well, I'm, I'm here to tell you, you can't, but you can change yourself and you can change how you interact with the people around you. And if enough of us, uh, if a quantum mass of us, uh, get those, uh, correct, I don't know, 80, 85 million of us, uh, get those values correct and, and act on them. Our country's going to be just fine. And it's going to be just fine for hundreds of years to come in spite of 
of what our enemies would wish. Yeah, wish all you want. We got prayer on our side. Hmm. Prayer is way better than wishing. Yes. I just That's just a personal observation. And people might disagree, but they would be wrong. I've and seen a I lot of right. posts on Facebook uh, in the past week, particularly since the school shooting. Um, people saying how action, stop, talk, stop saying that you're going to pray and instead take action. And I don't think those things need to be um, exclusive. Um, my dear friend Michael tells me that uh, when he hears someone say, please pray, it's the least we can do. He goes, you're not understanding prayer. It's the most we can do. Mm-hmm. Um, if you uh, have any uh, understanding of where the tipping point was, you're too young, unless you've read the history books, and I'm sure you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if the um, tipping point can be uh, identified, it seems to many rational people that it was when we removed prayer from school. Mm. That was long before you were in school. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I was growing up, we started every day um, from elementary school on prayer, uh, scripture reading, wow. and pledge of allegiance. And there's a lot of young people who have never been taught the Pledge of Allegiance. That part I did do. Ah, very good. <laughs> well, it's, it's a part. It's something. So um, prayer is a powerful, powerful part of this puzzle. And for lots of folks who say there are simply no answers uh, to these challenges, to these questions, I would say to you that is absolutely incorrect. Of course there are answers. Do we have them? Do, uh, are they available in Washington, D.C. or Harrisburg or even in you and I? Perhaps not. But there's a far greater power, a far smarter power that uh, absolutely has the answers to these and every other problem. If we would just ask for the help and then listen for the guidance. Listening ah. in an age <laughs> where every human being has a cell phone Next to their body, twenty four seven, the opportunity to take that that silent that moment that meditation that prayer for most people, um, I, the the distraction is ever present. So, suck it up, Buttercup. <laughs> turn your phone off. Spend an hour in silence. Say some prayers, and maybe just maybe we come up with some really really good ideas that'll save some young people in the future. Hmm. 610-720-7900. We go to the phones. We talk to Gary. Gary, good morning. Good morning, Gene and Alyssa. How are you today? Very well. How are, may we serve you? Well, I'm going to give you some information first, and then I'm going to ask my questions. I'm 69 years old. I'm currently uh, collecting a restricted Social Security application on my wife. I intend to collect my full social at 70. Um, I'm converting, uh, 50,000 a year from an IRA that I have 500,000 in. Um, my question, my first question is, uh, should, am I able to, or should I keep converting past my age of 72 where I'm going to collect my RMDs? Uh, So I'm going to be forced to start taking money. Hmm. Interesting question. Uh, it's going to have two pieces to it. Uh, once you hit 72, you will have a required minimum distribution that will not be eligible for conversion. 
So that piece is sadly kind of etched in stone. Your ability to convert thereafter, once you've taken your RMD, is unrestricted. So you can do part or all of your IRAs in in terms of a conversion. Will you... hmm, Will you need the cash flow from your IRA? Um, not, let me start the question over. When will you need cash flow from your IRA to supplement uh, your retirement income um, uh, either before or after conversion? It doesn't really matter. So let's say you're 72, you're taking Social Security. When will you need to start using our uh, IRA distributions to supplement your income? Uh, that's kind of the rub. Uh, I, I probably won't, or I'll, I'll need, I mean, my guess is I'll be getting from social uh, close to like $3,000. And so I just always figure my, my, uh, allowance, let's say as a thousand dollars a month to run my house and whatever else I want to do. So, uh, I would just need over the course of the year, an additional $12,000, in addition to my social security. Gotcha. Uh, and I realize the RMB, if I would kind of even convert for the next two years and still have 400,000, I'm probably going to going to get twice that mm-hmm. $12,000, uh, you know, yeah. approximately more than you need. Yeah. So yeah. I think right. you're, I think your thinking is correct. And then uh, under those circumstances, of course, it's a couple of years off. You don't have to decide now and you can decide year by year and change your decision year by year. But it sounds like converting after you turn 72 makes good sense. Um, oh, OK. Gary, uh, there's one uh, thing to, to keep an eye out for. Uh, the Se- Secure Act 2.0 is pending in Congress and one of the pieces of that legislation would actually delay RMDs to age 73, I believe. So that could, if that passes in, I don't know when the Senate is going to vote, it passed the House, but keep, uh, you know, apprised of that because it could actually delay your RMDs another year if it passes before you turn 72. Um, mm-hmm. And it sounds like you are aware of the fact that if you convert too much um, at once that it would affect your Medicare premium. So that's something to keep um, an eye out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Here's the second question that I'm really afraid to ask. I pretty much know the answer. Uh, I got trapped in the Irma once, one time before, uh, usually right when I retired. And um, so I'm going to convert, let's just make believe, I'm going to convert the 50000 every year. Can every year, I know within two years, they're going to go back and they're going to say, okay, you know, your conversion is going to look like income. Mm -hmm. So therefore my income is going to be popped up. Can I submit, uh, what is it? An SS 44 form every year? No, I can't. It's not a life changing event. No. Well, actually I, I would argue that it is, but my question before we get our knickers in the twist is, will that conversion pick a number 50 grand? Will that push you above the 180? A, uh, well, I'm filing married separate, so I guess that drops me down to the 91, 91. or something. Would, would it push you above the 91? But it's not. I, I, I think so. Yeah. Well, a, con- uh, a conversion then, a conversion will count against you for the the, the premium, and you can, the, that form isn't a, it's not a valid reason to appeal. So if you are okay. wait, married wait, wait. filing single or married filing, you said you're married filed separate. Yes. Single. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. That's right. not on my chart. 
Yeah, bottom line is you might want to modify your conversion just a little bit to keep under the 91, uh, mm-hmm. assuming that the uh, the rules do not allow a conversion as a life-changing event. So uh, it may take you a little longer to convert, but the concept, the the, the mechanics are are sound. Uh, you're on the right track. Uh, yeah, I, I, the number might need to be adjusted, but the idea is uh, is is correct for you. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I thought as much. We we came up with the fifty originally just because it would it would pop me up a little bit, but not horrifically. But uh, th- that may have to be adapted. Okay. Thank you very much for your answers. Right, I appreciate you're very welcome, it. Thank Gary. you, and you have a nice day. Yeah. You, you too. too. God bless. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred for folks just joining us. We have an event a bit later today that you'd like to let them know about. Yes, after the show, we are going to the Center for Animal Health and Welfare in Williams Township. It's on Island Park Road. Uh, we'll be there from eleven to two um, for our quarterly Invest in You event. So today at the animal shelter, we can read to dogs and play with cats and make cat toys and make dog treats and just get together, have fun. And we're also collecting donations for the shelter. So if there's something you can bring along, food or supplies, cleaning supplies, leashes, um, a variety of uh, things, there's actually a link on our Cash. website. Cash. Cash. Yeah. They need all the help that they can get to take care of these animals until they find their forever homes. So we're gathering there today and you're welcome to join us, um, help out the animals, enjoy some time together. You can stop by anytime you want during that time period, 11 to 2. Details are on our website. Go to morethanmoneyonline.com. There's a link at the very top of the page. Everything that you need to know is there along with my contact information. So if you want to try to reach me anytime today between now and 2 o'clock, you can send me an email. I'll try to remember to keep checking my messages in case you're trying to reach me before the event. And um, for better or for worse, Gene will be there. And if you would do Gene the great favor, bring along kids. (laughs) If you got kids of your own, bring them. If you don't, grab some off the streets. I'm kidding. <laughs> don't kidnap I'm anyone. I'm kidding. No, leave the van in the garage. That's uh, that's wrong. Uh, grandkids, kids, neighbors, uh, borrow some kids from friends. Uh, bring them because kids and puppies and kittens, what better mix could you possibly have? Hmm. Really, really good stuff. Uh, 610-720-7900. We announced in the first hour that we're looking for charity golf tournaments that might be hosted during the month of July. Currently we are O for the month. So if you have invites, please send those along to me, gene at askmtm.com. For those of you who uh, kind of sense in Alyssa's voice a little, a little more, <laughs> a, little, a little more, a little more pep, a little less uh-huh. stress, just a little more, gosh, what's different this week mm. than it was for the last 11 weeks. Alyssa? The market went up. <laughs> uh, and not a small number. No, a few days in a row. Some nice nice numbers a few days in a row. We were strongly positive. Uh, the Dow up 5% plus in one week. five weeks. In five days. In, yeah. in one week. And um, gosh, talking about a living example of Hey, I got nervous. I'm just going to get out of the market. Uh-huh. Well, there's there was nothing that would have caused you this week, particularly Monday morning, to go, I think it's time to get back in. So you're still out of the market, 
and the market's back over 5%. Uh So from the first of the year, maybe your accounts are down 10%. You're still down 10 if you're out of the market. If you're in the market, you just cut your losses in half. That's right. One week. We have a few clients who got nervous and they panicked and they said, I went out, right? Cash me out. So they're in cash while the last few days the market bounced back pretty nicely. Um, and they missed out on the opportunity to participate in that rebound and did not see the value in their portfolio increase because it was sitting in cash. Now, to in their defense, of course, perhaps over the last few weeks, they've been able to sleep at night. Yes. Because there have been days. Maybe. Maybe. Mm, yeah, maybe, yeah. There have been days that you go, huh. Why not just beat me with a baseball bat? Yeah, we're getting punched in the face every day. Uh, 610-720-7900. Gentleman writes, my home has been valued at two thirty six. I have a home equity loan of $51,000. Should I pay this loan off using the equity of my home? Does that make you scratch your head it really does like that's like uh i feel like going around and around in a circle we are chasing murphy's tail for him yes i don't understand that like a home equity loan is using the equity in your house to borrow money how do you use equity in your house to pay off the loan again i I have a theory okay (laughs) i have a theory uh my theory is this gentleman has heard us speak about reverse mortgages That's my theory. Ah. My theory is uh, that he has a home equity loan. Home equity loans require monthly payments. Mm -hmm. Home equity loans have interest that uh, has to be paid. Uh, Home equity loans affect his cash flow. Reverse mortgage, on the other hand, is it available if his home is worth two thirty six? Could he get enough out of his home to pay off a fifty one thousand dollar home equity? The answer is we're all nodding our heads. Yes. Uh, Tiffany Shuda has guided us and trained us up a bit. So we have a good sense that, yes, that is in all likelihood a very doable thing. In round numbers, if he's at 236, I would say he could probably get a reverse mortgage, home equity, home equity, conversion, heck a mortgage, um, FDI, no, uh, FHA insured, Um of about 115000 He could use 51 of that to pay off the home equity loan. He has no required monthly payments. Life gets pretty good. Mm. I think that's a good theory. That's what he was I think that's getting my, at. That's my yeah. theory. <laughs> yeah. my, my other theory is he has no idea what the hell's going on. Uh, so that's, <laughs> that was my it's, first It's kind of bookends. It's from <laughs> one, one extreme to the other. Yeah. Uh, mm. I choose to believe um, that he just... Um, Left off the reverse mortgage part okay, of it. Okay, yeah. So um, that is a great way to get rid of that payment, that monthly payment. Yes, yeah. and for a lot of you, for a lot of you, you heard me earlier uh, compliment uh, the gentleman who gave us the email that he has tons of money, 10 years worth, saved up as his uh, cushion. Um, for many of you, you have a cushion that you've never acknowledged, and that's the equity in your home. Let's use this same gentleman as an example. He has 236. He doesn't owe anything against his home, but he's looking at the market going, gosh, I don't want to sell my stocks when it's so stinky. Yeah. Well, reverse mortgages are available under a line of credit 
uh, platform where you could establish, in this case, approximately a $115,000 line of credit, you don't need to spend any of it now. It becomes your ace in the hole. It becomes your go-to. Hey, at the end of the year, if you need um, several thousand dollars for real estate taxes uh, mm-hmm. or several thousand dollars to install your new uh, electric vehicle uh, charging station, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Joe Biden. Um, if you need that, you can draw that either from your savings, your cash flow, or your line of credit. And your line of credit has a very, very interesting uh, characteristic that surprises a lot of people. Whatever portion you don't use, let's say that I get the 115 today Mm -hmm. and I don't use it this year. Next year, I don't have 115. It goes up. Tiffany will know the exact number. I'm going to use 5% as as a demo. If it goes up 5%, I have 121,000. And if I used 5,000 of it, it'll go up 5% on whatever's left. So if I had 121, I used five, that that left 116, 5% is 8,000, waving high. Um, (laughs) So uh, the line of credit on a reverse mortgage platform can be an incredibly powerful peace of mind tool, shock absorber. Hey, if I really get into a pickle, I know I've already got what I need to put us and, uh, um, and protect us and keep us in our home and keep our taxes paid and, and, um, pay that PPL bill that's through the roof Mm -hmm. and all that other kind of good stuff. So let's give this gentleman, um, um, the benefit of the doubt. Okay. Uh, I don't think it's a consanguinity issue. I don't, I really don't. (laughs) <laughs> oh, please forgive him for dropping his vocabulary words. <laughs> I, I have to look at it every time just to make sure I'm pronouncing it in consanguinity. It's it That's doesn't not forced it, at all. It does not trip off the tongue. Consanguinity. Not, it's, it's not your tongue. But uh, I apparently know, I, not. I know, <laughs> I know someone who can are just you, work that in you, with ease. You are bad. You're a bad person. But I kind of like that. Um, yeah, goodness. Oh. And and once you look it up, you go, what? what? Why, is why is he talking about why that? Is he don't talking? ask. Uh, we no, don't know. No. I don't have it. Well, As a matter of fact, I'm going to do you a personal favor. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh, thank you. Never Please. to be spoken okay, of it's again. Over. That's over, Never everyone. Never to be spoken of again. <laughs> Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. One quick tip: a lot of folks out there are self-employed, or um, they are both employed and self-employed. Okay. There are a lot of folks that have side hustles. They have things they do that they enjoy that uh, maybe they make a little money on. There are tons of folks who are not aware that a self-employed person can set up their own retirement plan. You, you do not have to be a corporation. You don't have to be part of Air Products or, or uh, Mack Truck. You can be uh, operating on your own, solo, mm-hmm. so to speak, mm-hmm. independent, and you can have lots of different options. People go, oh, yeah, I know I can have an IRA. Ooh, you can have your own 401K. A lot of folks are not aware of that. So if you find yourself self-employed and you're going, gosh, I need to kind of pump up the volume for retirement, or you have a side hustle and you're going, I'm contributing at work, but 
I'm making this other money. I wish I could contribute there. There are lots of ways to do it, including a solo 401k, which up until 10 or 12 years ago was unheard of and now is very, very common, very inexpensive, um, uh, very, it can be run very inexpensively, I should say, uh, so that folks can get all the benefits. Um, and I don't know if I have this quick at hand, but the difference between being able to put a uh, money in a 401k, let's say somebody's 51 last year, they could put how much in a 401k? Oh God. Just rough. Is it number. like 27? No, 7,000 bucks. I'm sorry. I asked the wrong question. You in an owned, IRA. Yes, an right. IRA, in an 7, IRA, 7,000. Yeah. If they had the solo 401k, they could put a maximum of, are you sitting down? Um, no. 67,500 bucks. And the reason for that is you get to contribute as the employer and employee. So when you have a 401k at work, your income, your, your contribution limit is just the employee 27, max, 27,000. Right. But when you're a solo 401k employer and employee, you get to put in both pieces. You can be schizophrenic. You can, right. you can be an employer and an employee. That's right. And, and, you can, get to and file HR complaints away. against yourself. Oh, my. It's just a thought. <laughs> it's probably not a great thought. Okay. Um, <laughs> 23 and a half minutes left in this edition of More Than Money. Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A at askmtm.com. Gene at askmtm.com. More Than Money. Online.com. For gosh sakes, have we given you enough ways to get a hold of us? Please take advantage of one or all of those so that we can serve you. And uh, remember the Memorial Day weekend, the reason that we have it, and we'll return after this on More Than Money. Beyond painful. That Stop horn section that is the like one of the best horn sections on any song Look, ever. Talk about beyond painful was when that band of children was playing this song <gasps> at the conference and it wasn't and we could, dancing. And we time. can't. Uh... I was like, how do you expect me to stay sitting in my chair while they're playing this song? It was very unfair. I it was it hurt. Torture. It hurt. It hurt. It was torture. Yeah. Um, uh, Alyssa's referencing something you have n- no way to know about. Um, so if you're confused, that's she doesn't understand that there's radio and context. Uh, she has a lot to learn. She's so very young. Uh, we were in Salt Lake City. We were at a uh, formal dinner. 
the entertainment for the formal dinner was one of the best jazz bands I've ever heard. And they were all under the age of eight, 18. 18. 18. So there were Teenagers. 14, 15, 16-year-olds up there ripping oh. the singers. Amazing. The musicians, crazy. I just got goosebumps. Just oh, just saying. thinking about it. Um, the, the uh, Yeah, it's not going to come to me. The name of the it? The name of the band. Hmm. Uh, you, you, bottom line is they're in Salt Lake City. The gentleman that organized it has been doing it for almost two decades. So obviously kids age out and they add new ones. They age out, they add new ones. Uh, but because because the dinner um, uh, was intended to last until after their bedtime on a school night, they <clears throat> had to make the entertainment during dinner. So, yes, they... The Crescent Superband. Crescent Superband. And and they were. They were just beyond amazing. So Alyssa was uh, bound to her chair while they did Stevie Wonder Ugh. and did it, like, blew the doors off. Oh. Blew the doors. You, you can't... That, that's crazy. And that's my favorite song on um, Just Dance. <laughs> the Wii game that you they, they play songs and you have to dance along with the moves on the screen and so yeah that was really un it was unfair but you know, I there's a different Wii game that they play in the nursing homes it's a very different <laughs> Wii game oh. oh thank you thank you for noticing <laughs> i was a little hesitant and nobody would get that and then all of a sudden 610-720-7900 minutes left in this edition of more than money gentlemen oh young lady writes i am 91 years old God bless. Recently moved into an assisted living facility. I'm thinking I will sell the house where I lived for 68 mm. years. Oh, my goodness. Hmm. Um, I have money invested in several mutual funds as well as two annuities totaling over $900,000. 91 years old. Can you suggest as possible investments for the proceeds from the sale of the house so it will be safe and perhaps appreciate? You have a great show. I listen regularly. Thank you so much. Well, God bless you. Thank you so much, number one, for listening. Thank you for just being an amazing human being hmm. that has uh, um, persisted through 91 years of this challenge we call life and obviously has succeeded on a pretty impressive level, um, nearly a million dollars in investments, and then they proceeds from the house. So... Um, Alyssa Young, if that is your real name, what would you, where would you start with this young lady in terms of what she might consider? Well, I have some questions for her. I um, will answer on her behalf. Oh, will you? Yes. <laughs> uh, I guess my my first question is she she says she wants the mon the investment to be safe, but perhaps appreciate. Yeah. And I think I would like to dig into that a little bit deeper and ask more specifically. What are the goals for that investment? Is it Number one, she wants to make sure she doesn't lose it. Right. Number two, if she can make a reasonable return, she would really like that. But that's a pretty distant yeah. second priority. Yeah. And I, I was thinking, I heard that part, but I was thinking more about is this for legacy purposes or, you know, like I would. She is 91 years. I'm answering for Yeah, okay. She's 91 years old. 
everything is for legacy well, so, purposes. Sure. She understands she's in assisted living. She's doing pretty well. She's independent. They really like her there. She has a great personality <laughs> okay, and she's okay. got, she's very positive. <laughs> okay. She's an uplifting person. Um, and, but she acknowledges that the likelihood that she will need even a portion yeah. of her assets is, is very, small. very small. Her yeah, kids are doing fine. Okay. It's the grandkids that really okay. she's looking at and some great grandkids. Have her whole. I got it. You know so, all about so, her. so now that you what, know about what her, what color are her eyes? What's her? Oh no, she has hazel eyes. Okay, <laughs> they're just and they dance. She just she's a. Does a, she like to dance? She uh, well. She used, used to. to love to dance, especially the jitterbug and like the <laughs> like those kind of like swing dances. Swing uh-huh. dance. Oh, she and her husband were incredible. Oh my gosh. Okay, but now, now it's a little. You know, she's in assisted living. She doesn't move as well, but she still loves music. So she was really appreciative that John uh-huh. was playing okay, Superstitious Got by it. Stevie Wonder. Because that was 50 years ago. When she, when when that was a hit, she was 38 years old. <laughs> and she loved that song and still does. Still does. Yeah. Okay. So you're okay. going to help her or you're okay. just going to giggle? Oh, what are my you goodness. Okay. So um, my first thought about something that would feel appropriate to accomplish her goals um, there are some flavors of annuities that would provide that downside protection um, with upside potential, whether they be just a modest fixed interest rate or something index linked where she would be able to participate in growth in the market uh, without jeopardizing her principal. How, how long would she have to tie that money up? Um, there are varying lengths. There are contracts that can be uh, one-year terms, three-year terms, six-year terms. There's You don't have to tie it up An, for a uh, one-year annuity? Uh, yeah. Hmm. Um, like, I think FlexGuard has one-year terms. But actually, well, there might be a three-year minimum, but there's one-year terms um, within Within that, the contract. That, yeah, yeah, FlexGuard is yeah. a six-year contract with three years and one year's internal. Internal, yes. Okay. So she's 91, and she's saying, look, uh, I, I appreciate the idea. Hmm. At 91, I don't think I should be tying my money up for six years. Do you, do you have anything shorter? Well, there are three-year contracts. Three-year three contracts. Well, I think three-year might do it for her. Yeah. She's optimistic. Her health's pretty good. Yeah. She's not as mobile as she used to be. <laughs> and she really wishes she could be. But that's why she's in assisted living. Right. She's getting some help there, okay. and she thinks she's in pretty good shape. So her question is, with a three-year annuity, sounds good. What kind of interest rate might she be getting off a three-year annuity? Oh, say 3.3%. <laughs> <laughs> 3.3 for three. 3.3 for three. Um well, all right. You know what? That sounds pretty. Re- is the uh, how about the principal? Is it at risk if she invests? Let's say she gets two hundred thousand from her house. My, it, the stock market's been going. Uh, is is her money going to be at risk? No. Okay. So she gets three point three for three years. What if the good Lord calls her home in the meantime? What if a year in the good Lord decides it's her time? Um, that's okay. Uh, I mean, we'd be sad about that. Is the money still but, tied up? Um, no. Oh. Um, when you have an annuity and you, if you died um, during the contract, then um, the death benefit, it becomes payable to your beneficiaries without any kind of surrender charges. Or oh, very good. Wow. I think we may have stumbled onto something. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm starting to feel pretty good about that. Um now she expects about two hundred thousand from her house net after she pays all the expenses. Is there? 
I, I mean, is that like the minimum for this annuity? Like she has to put all the 200000 in the annuity? No. No. She the, the annuity minimum is? Uh, I think it's $25,000. $25,000. Yeah. So she could put part of it in an annuity. Yeah. And maybe something in something a little more liquid. Although she did remind me, I'm being psychic now. She did remind me that she's got mutual funds. Yeah. And she has two other annuities, too, that she can draw on. So it's not like she has to have access to this money. Right. And that's actually the I'd like to ask you a question, because that's the reason where I was going in the beginning when I was saying that it's this is for legacy purposes. So Mm. I would like your thoughts on this. Mm. Yes, she's 91 and she did say she wanted to be safe, but maybe grow. But let's say this is for her great grandkids. Mm. And that's a long term investment. Sure. What would be the reasons you would or would you support this idea, propose this idea, or would you be opposed to saying you could invest this money in a brokerage account with a long term allocation strategy for growth for these people who are younger now to use, you know, 10, 20 years from now? And then, yeah, it might not be you know, your principal is not protected for the next three years, but it also has a lot more growth potential over their lives. And then they also get a step up in cost basis if they're the beneficiaries of a brokerage account. Like what would be the reasons to not go with that idea? All right. I'm going to respond in two ways. I'm going to respond first on behalf of the financial advisors that are listening out there right now, because there's a lot of them that listen in every Saturday morning to get their planning ideas for their clients from somebody who actually knows stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're going, no, Alyssa, no, she's 91. You have to have an appropriate investment and is not appropriate for a growth or aggressive growth portfolio for someone who is 91. That's my first response. And to that, by the way, I say, poo-poo caca. (laughs) That is a steaming pile of hoo-ha. And it is sad that so much investment uh, literature Uh, and training has focused on age. Mm -hmm. If you're 60, you should have 60% of your money in bonds. That's in all the the training that's done for asset allocation. I I, probably 80% of the training says something along those lines. I'm here to tell you right now, by the way, bonds are just stinking up the place. Mm -hmm. So if you have a lot of money in bonds, Please call us so that you can get a second opinion. Please call us so you can get some alternatives to what is almost a guaranteed losing position. And for some of you, if you've been following traditional financial advice, you've got 40, 50, 60% of your money in bonds. You've got four hundred, five hundred, six hundred thousand dollars virtually guaranteed to lose money, not for weeks or months, but for years. Did I say that strongly enough? I think it was pretty clear. Okay, it's good. So reaction of financial advisors, largely inappropriate. For this young lady, as you were speaking, she has been listening to you talk about fixed annuities at 3.3% for three years. She thought, that that fits me. I have a couple hundred thousand dollars that, from proceeds from my house. That, that does fit me. But... Goodness, once you mentioned it was the minimum is only 25. I was very surprised that it's only 25. I thought I might have to use all the money, but I'm happy I don't have to use all the money. 
So if I did that annuity for, say, 50000 of it, mm-hmm. that leaves 150 that I would still be able to make some other choices. And when you talk about my great-grandchildren, I have three of them, uh, and they're un- all under age 10. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying makes a great deal of sense to me, uh, that I'm not really investing for me. Right. I'm investing to create kind of a, a foundation for my great-grandchildren so that they have something to build off of. Goodness, yeah, uh, uh, aggressive investments, th- that makes a great deal of sense. I don't know, goodness, how aggressive I, I could have my heart be, uh, but, but certainly 3.3 is one idea for someone who's, I'm 91, right. but for someone who's eight, yeah, 3.3 doesn't make a lot of sense. I, right. That's that's why, by the way, I've had these mutual funds. My husband and I had them for years, decades, because we wanted our money to grow. That makes sense for somebody who's eight. I have a question, though, now that you mention that. Hmm. Do I do that in my name, or do I make gifts to my great-grandchildren and do it in their names? Good question. I know. I mean, I'm 91. I'm smart. <laughs> so let's talk through that. Yeah. If it was an account in your name, young lady, yes. Jean's really channeling <laughs> in your 91 year old woman. I got um, this. <laughs> um, then when they. That's they, how I self identify today. I, uh, I self identify. And who am I to step on that? Uh, precisely just, right. Just who are you? I, I won't. I won't. I'm, I'm a 90 year old, 91 year old woman. Got it. I'll be using the restroom on the way out before we. <laughs> so will I. <laughs> well, and I'm a 40 year old woman. Um, so um, if she opened, if you open an account in yes. your name and mm-hmm. name um, your grandchild, let's just say great one great grandchildren, um, yeah. beneficiaries, then one benefit of that would be that when you ascend to the, a better place. When God takes me God home. God takes you home. They will receive a stepped-up cost basis for those investments. Oh. So if they appreciate over the next six years, we're blessed to have you on this earth or however many uh, more years it'll be. That. I hope so. Yeah. Um, if they appreciate in value, um, then when your grand great-grandkids inherit them, yeah. the the cost basis will be higher and that will reset the clock on their you know capital gains tax well, implications that so that's actually, one thought that sounds very good to me um but now what if i need the money i mean what if mm-hmm. it's not 6 years what if it's 16 years right. i mean well, I, that would be the benefit of that's still your money then still my money so okay. so they'll get it whatever you don't need or don't use they will get when you die if you if it's in your name so that's one reason to invest the account account you own with them as beneficiaries, right? You're not losing control of the assets. Now, a negative on that side yeah. would be that money is in your estate. Yeah. So there is inheritance tax to be paid on. Bastards. That would be an argument for gifting. Mm. It gets it out of your estate. It's not subject to inheritance tax, but it's not yours anymore. So if I hear you correctly, if I believe that my 900000 that I currently have is sufficient to cover the rest of my life. Yes. Then I could comfortably decide to gift it. Yes. And that would have certain advantages. Yes. Or I could decide to 
keep it in my own name, but name the great grandchildren as the beneficiaries, and that would have different advantages. Yes. Oh, okay, my head hurts just a little. <laughs> it might be the hip, but I think my head hurts just a little. And again, we can do a mix of things. Ah, okay. Are you okay, so we could split it in half and say half of it's an account in an account in your name with the great grandkids as beneficiaries, and then the other half you create custodial. All right. Okay. Okay. Now hold on a second, because I have three great grandchildren. Yeah. As you know. <laughs> and uh, you're saying give away half. That's a hundred thousand dollars, if I understand right, because I've been talking to the other folks here in the facility, and they're all nice folks. They're all older, and they've all gone through a lot. Mm-hmm. You're only allowed to gift $16,000 a year per child, so that's not enough. Well, actually, that's just the limit per year without needing to um, file a piece of paper. You actually can gift um, millions of dollars per year without a problem. So you can um, you can give more than that in one year and just have to tell the government that Do you Do I have it. to pay tax on No, that? no. Do the kids have to pay tax no. on it? So what you're saying is I can gift more than 16000 a year, I but but I have to file some piece of paper, a, piece a, of a paper. form. Yeah, no big deal. I don't know how to do that. Well, we can help you with that. Tax return? Is that with the yep. like, taxes? Okay. Yep, yep. So it's not, it's not, it's not a, a big enough hurdle to stop you from doing what you want to do. It's not a problem. It's just a piece of paper. Excellent. Excellent. Wow. Well, you've certainly given me a lot of ideas and because I'm, um, this facility is really nice and the people are really nice. I'm very, very happy. And I've made lots of friends. Mm-hmm. I was worried. I mean, 68 years in one house that, that was, I was very, very worried but I feel comfortable here. I feel like I'm, I've got, um, I've, I'm, I've got some, uh, some, a lease on life, so you're to speak. So cute. Well, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Well, you're so sweet. You're like my granddaughter. That's just so sweet. Um, I mean, gosh, my kids are in their seventies now. Oh my god, because I started when I was in junior high school. <laughs> kids are in their seventies, so they have kids of your age. And, oh my gosh. So, bottom line is, um, wow, you've given me a lot to think about. Um, I wonder now that we've talked about, about how, how kind of to invest and, and you've been very kind in in helping me think kind of the bigger picture, Mm -hmm. kids, grandkids, great grandkids. Um, uh, I don't think anybody's looked at my will since my husband passed Mm -hmm. and that was almost 20 years ago. Mm That's probably a something that I will need help with as well. We can help you with that. We know a great, trusted, experienced estate planning attorney mm. who offers free consultations to review your will, your power of attorney, your medical directives, and we'll give you feedback and guidance and answer your questions. And then if you need some tweaks or you need legal documents prepared, you can work directly with him. He's super awesome. Well, goodness, it sounds like you you, you have everything. We do. The f- all under one roof, one-stop shop. And uh, <laughs> I, I understand that you, you have a young lady there that, that does taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of them. Diane, if that is her real name. It is. You, you're, you seem quite confident of that. I am. 
Are you confident that you're not going to get soaked on the way to the event? Nope. Look at that. It That's wasn't just... raining, in, and then it got darker, and now it's raining. When I left home this morning at oh dark, dark 30, I hit a stretch on 33 where I was seriously considering I got to pull over. It was raining that hard. I saw it. I was still in my house, and um, Murphy had to go potty. <laughs> and it was a great timing. So, <laughs> Zach <yeah>. took him out. <laughs> <laughs> ah, tough lady, tough lady. Oh, we have covered a lot of ground. Uh, interestingly enough, with what, two two phone calls, or one, did we have one phone I call? think just one. Just one. Ooh, new record. Actually, no. I think we've had two shows in 25 years that we had no calls at all. Um, but we covered a lot of ground on email. I want to thank all the folks who sent us emails this morning. You are really, really generous with your thoughts and your concerns and your questions. Sharing those allows us to delve into things that will benefit lots and lots of folks. Our 91-year-old Mary, God bless you. God bless you. You are a sweetheart. And allow thank you, thank you for allowing me to channel you for a bit today and <laughs> kind of put Alyssa through her paces and get some uh, information, some ideas that could help lots and lots and lots of people. If you would like the opportunity for a free second opinion meeting, you meet with a financial advisor, a more than money advisor, um, go through everything that you, uh, that you wish to review and get as much information as you possibly can. It, it could include meeting with Keith Stroll, mm -hmm. uh, our uh, estate trusted, experienced estate planning attorney. Fantastic young man. Uh, young man with lots of experience. Uh, Any young family of his own. A pr pr mm -hmm. Pretty good stuff. Um, it could be talking with our reverse mortgage expert, Tiffany Schutt. It could be our social security expert, Mark Basak. It could be our life insurance or long-term care insurance expert, uh, Mike Pompey. It could be any or all of these or all of the above. There's so much uh, ground that can be covered. The idea is that we want to make sure that we identify what you need, give you the frameworks so that you can make the decision. Maybe working with one of our advisors fits. Maybe it doesn't. It's whatever is best for you. Best way to request that is simply go uh, online, morethanmoneyonline.com, morethanmoneyonline.com. You can certainly send us emails, Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A, at askmtm.com, Gene, G-E-N-E, at askmtm.com, and you can absolutely call us. You can call us 24-7. We have the technology to pick up those calls, 610 746-7007-610-746-7007 and we will be happy to serve you. Folks, happy Memorial Day weekend. Remember the reason for the weekend. Um, hug your family. Pray with your family. And we'll see you next time on More Than Money. <laughs>